T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown! Wow, what a catch by the rookie! Ridiculous! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. It's Keith McPherson on The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. It's a, it's a, it's a five-hour KM to AM. 877-337-6666 for the smart listeners that call before I even really start my open. It's raining out there. Be careful, honestly. Paul, I almost got into an accident again right where I got hit back in August, September, whenever that was. Right uh, as you pass the intersection between uh, Canal And Hudson and people going to the tunnel, it's a mess. There was a guy out of his truck, and it was an 18-wheeler. He got stuck, and he gets out of his truck. The Port Authority police have to tell him, get back in your truck. Move the truck. You're stopping the traffic. I'm sitting there, 615, like, please nobody hit my car, and hopefully this doesn't take 45 minutes. Here I am, on time, ready to go. And this is going to be a good one tonight. Uh, I'm not going to bury the lead. It's a Knicks night. Go New York, go New York, go. I am a Nets fan, a New Jersey Nets fan. But I understand what's going on in New York with the basketball team in Manhattan. I understand what's going on in the NBA. I understand that we're a month away from the trade deadline. You just heard Rich Ackerman say that the Knicks are going for five in a row, undefeated with OG Ananobi. I'm looking at Ticketmaster right now, and this is a game that you can get into especially on a rainy Tuesday night for under $100. The Garden will be alive. The Knicks fans will be ready. Get the bing-bong, get the bing-bong sound effects ready. You might see some bing-bongers dancing in the rain tonight. Because if there ever was a time, if there ever was a team, it's right now. And when I say time, it's the Knicks time. The Nets, nobody cares about. The Nets are literally on the other side of the world in France. And the Nets went ahead and lost to the Trailblazers, giving them double-digit wins. They're a 10-win team. And the Knicks are going to absolutely smoke them tonight. And they have a month to add one more piece or make another move or trade 
to shore up this team for a run to the Eastern Conference Finals. I hate to say it, but I'm not going to hate on it. 877-337-6666. You saw what they did to Embiid and Tyrese Maxey and the Sixers. The Portland Trailblazers in the post-Damian Lillard era, they do not stand a chance in that garden air, in the environment in the Mecca, with all of these fans now, the casual bandwagon fans now that have popped out of the world, say, oh, we're good. I was mad about the RJ trade. I was mad that we got rid of IQ. But five in a row? OG and Anobi? Yeah. 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 Tonight's the night. There are going to be Knicks fans calling the station after the game, during the game definitely, and after the game and expressing their feelings on the team and their coach and the front office and Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle and all the little pieces. And we'll talk through how they got rid of pieces like Kevin Knox and Frank Nicolatina and Cam Reddish and Obi Toppin and RJ and IQ. And now you look at the squad that they have and they fit together. You look at the squad that they have and they're just getting used to playing basketball together. We love to make a big deal out of you know, five to ten games. We're halfway through this NBA season, a month away from the trade deadline. The New York Knicks are 21-15. and 15. They're stacking wins. And, and tonight is a night where I know fans are going to be on 10 after they smoke the trailblazers and the garden is alive. So I'm not burying the lead. I just understand what's going on. We need it, right? We absolutely need to turn the page. I repeat, we need to turn the the page seasons change football is over again the nfl season for new york is over my fans of teams all around the country that live in new york call up let's talk playoffs let's talk black tuesday mike rabel was fired today and i read online that they said they didn't want to trade him because it would take too long and they just threw this guy away I said, excuse me, say what? They didn't want to go through the process of trading a coach of the year, a guy that had winning seasons, playoff seasons, a, a player's coach that still finds a way to knock off teams and went, like knocked off the Jaguars. and like That's a valuable commodity in this NFL. And we're still waiting to hear what's going to happen with Bill Belichick. I assume that they're not just going to drop him. He'll be traded. But last night we watched Jim Harbaugh ride off into the sunset. And, you know, Dan Quinn is getting interviewed by the Commanders and Chargers and the Panthers. And there's so many more names out there that are going to be available as head coaches in this NFL in 2024. I can't get the thought out of my mind that the Jets took the green pill. Yeah, the green pill that is Aaron Rodgers. You have the worst coach in the NFL, record-wise, body language-wise, press conference-wise. And you can't get rid of him right now to go pick up one of these great head coaches. 877-337-6666. I don't care about Jimmy Kimmel. I was on last night while Jimmy Kimmel did his, his uh, monologue. I, that's not me, yo. Um, I, I, I was talking to Paulie today, uh, trying to get some guests for the show, and we will have... An in-studio guest today. I'll, I'll give it some time before we bring him in and, and talk about that. But what I want to get to is this is sports talk radio. 
I repeat that the NFL season is over in New York. The Jets are not playing a game until September. We do not have to talk about what Aaron Rodgers said on Pat McAfee, but of course, you're the caller. Choose your own adventure. 877-337-6666. I heard bits and pieces of it. If you want to call up and react to it, fine. I was happy in the little bit that I heard of it. It seemed like he wasn't trying to fight, that he wasn't trying to ignite this any further. He uh, is a quarterback, but he worked on his backpedal a little bit like a DB. I think he walked it back a little bit, tried to clarify his quotes and clear up some air and some other things, but they did not they didn't talk about football. And we don't have to waste our time with that tonight. It's a rainy night. It's a cold night, a windy night where there's nothing better to do in Gotham City than sit back, relax, listen to some people call the fan and talk sports. Sports. Not politics, not vaccinations, not lists, not court and lawsuits and ESPN and Pat McAfee. I'm, I'm just good on it, guys. I'm good on it. It's exhausting. I'll humor you with every other sports story. And if you guys keep want to, you know, if you guys keep wanting to beat the Wink Martindale horse to death, we can do that too. But, you know, my thoughts on that with Leslie Frazier becoming available and chatter around the NFL about Antonio Pierce and his stock rising and maybe the Giants being interested in him as a defensive coordinator. Enough already with the Wink Martindale saga and the conspiracy theory and how it played out. It, like, it doesn't matter. They missed the playoffs, and this was a year where they were supposed to gain ground on the second-place team from last year in the NFC East, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Dallas Cowboys put damn near 80 points on you this year. Heads will roll. Heads have to roll. Off with his head. He's got to go. Somebody's got to pay for this. Multiple guys paid for it. That's the NFL. That's business. That's why when you look across on the other side of the stadium where it's lit up green, you're like, what the hell are they doing? Nobody's getting fired. Everybody's safe after that makes no sense. But if you want to talk through it and have the theoretical and tell me what's going to happen in the near future and what's going to, what could have, should have, would have happened in this year, we can do that. I got five hours. I'll be your Huckleberry. If you want to talk about what the Giants are going to do with their six overall pick, if they're going to trade up for Kayla, I don't, I don't think so. We got a long way to go until pro day in the draft and, the combine and all that, but we can project. We can hope and wish. That's what we do as sports fans. But there are other things that we can talk about, man. There's a Nick game tonight. The Nets are in Paris. Nobody cares about that. We'll look at the hockey. We'll look at the rest of the league, right? Speaking of hockey, I just saw Brees Hall ask, hey, is the uh, Islanders game, the Islanders games be lit or what? My expectations are high because I went to a Rangers game first. I said, just come over to Newark, bro. New Jersey Devils, I know you're listening. Reach out to the Jets. Hook them up like you hooked me up. Make Brees Hall a a, a Devils fan. UBS is too far. UBS is too far. But, yeah, we've got college basketball on, NHL, NBA, and plenty time tonight to talk through the sports and laugh and have a good time and not yell and scream and, you know, not talk about the same things over and over again. Aaron Rodgers is a song that doesn't end. And if we want to sit here and talk about the Giants and, oh, uh, Brian Dable, he looks shady. Let me, let me say this about Brian Dable. He's coach of the year. They haven't named a new coach of the year. He's still the reigning coach of the year. 
He took you to the playoffs in his first year. And when you made the change from Joe Judge to go to him and get Shane, you knew what you were signing up for. They're a package deal. And coming up on this next year, it's a huge year for the Giants. Obviously, with who they hire as defensive coordinator and personnel, special teams, whatever, O-line coach. But quarterback, of course. You're joking. You're kidding. You're fooling yourself if you think Daniel Jones is the answer next year. They don't think that. And they'll lie to you straight to your face. They'll tell you for months, yeah, Daniel Jones is our quarterback because he's under contract. Yeah, Daniel Jones' his rehab's going great. We expect him to be ready week one. You're fooling yourself also if you think Tommy DeVito is an option. Do you want to win? Do you want to compete? Do you want to build a contender in just your division? The NFC East, where the Eagles took a step back this year. The Commanders fired their head coach. They don't have a quarterback. This is the year. Talk about closing the gap for the Giants. This is the year. 877-337-6666. Stop with the Wink Martindale nonsense. It's in the past. It's done. It doesn't matter. It wasn't like he did an amazing job. Yeah, you might have liked the way he wore his hat and the jokes that he made and stuff, but, like, so what? At the end of the day, his defense got smoked in the beginning of the season. Players like Xavier McKinney were speaking out against, oh, oh you know, they're not listening to the veterans. And the, the Giants do a great job of acting. They do a great job of pretending and not letting us know because clearly Shane and Dable understand they're in New York where there's extra eyes and ears and everything listening. You know, Aaron Rodgers talking about wanting to uh, – Cut the BS out that doesn't have anything to do with winning <laughs> and avoiding all contact with mirrors, just just refusing to look at his own reflection. So tonight I would like to celebrate uh, the Knicks win, assuming they're going to win, assuming there's going to be, you know, a lot of Knicks fans excited about the winning streak, uh, undefeated since they got OG Ananobi, the Garden being alive, the Mecca and the Knicks, the Knicks are back. And yeah, we made the right move and we can get back. Uh, to the semifinals, maybe the Eastern Conference Finals this year. And, of course, we're going to talk Black Tuesday with the firing of coaches and where's Jim Harbaugh going to go and Bill Belichick and Mike Vrabel and uh, all of that. And I'm definitely going to force the conversation with the Mets and the Yankees. Jordan Montgomery has made it pretty clear that he still holds some kind of grudge against the Yankees. And uh, if that's the case, I don't like why run it back? No more second tours. No more second tours. It's a big year for the Yankees, too. I'm trying to win. But I would like to see the Dylan Cease move or the Blake Snell move or whatever the next move is to get an arm, whether it's a trade or whether it's a purchase, a free agent, because time is ticking and you want to be as proactive as you were with the Juan Soto trade where you were first in line at the winter meetings. You don't want to chill and have these uh, Cody Poteet, Kev- Kevin Smith signings with this fan base. They're over the the Juan Soto signing, especially because he's a one-year rental. They need something else. They're thirsty. They're starving. 877-337-6666. And Wandy Peralta, I think Wandy should come back to the Bronx. But if the Mets want to sign him, add another guy that Carlos Mendoza knows, first-year manager, that they pivoted to after uh, Moneybag Co. couldn't buy Craig Council. Like, we didn't talk about that enough. And I know it's been some weeks. But add that to the list, Paulie. Paulie's sitting there looking at me. Oh, here we go. Yeah, here we go. As much as we talked about King Cohen going to buy Yamamoto, it first started with, oh, Craig Council. And they used King Cohen to drive the money up. And Craig Council chose the Milwaukee Brewers' arch rival, the Chicago Cubs. Instead of being a Met, instead of putting that Mets hat on. So 
Let's see if Wandy Peralta joins the Make It Happen Mets. I think the rotation is pretty set. I will force that conversation as we get later in the night. Comedian Aiton Levine, my guy, is going to join us on the fan. I'm making dreams come true. I want to bring in people that grew up on the fan, New Yorkers, that work in sports, social media, entertainment, but never have been on the fan. And I'm excited to have him in here tonight, 9 to 10 p.m. I think it's going to be funny. I think it's going to be lighthearted. He's a comedian. He's a funny guy, naturally. Uh, I think we're going to have a good conversation. He's a Mets fan. And uh, I'm looking forward to the 9 o'clock hour. So you want to stay tuned for that. My Casamigos big shot of the night coming up at 11. I, I almost guarantee you it's going to be one of the New York Knicks unless one of the Islanders has a ridiculous game. And I'm taking your calls at 877-337-6666. Going live on TikTok or Instagram and just passing the time on a rainy night in New York City where people need something to do. People need to be entertained in traffic, driving home. People are, are home right now saying, ah, I'm not really that into the Islanders game or the Knicks game, but I'll listen to the fan with it on. And football is over. Let's hear the conversation and let's hear what the fans got to say. I'm Keith McPherson, your nighttime host. This is the second KM to AM of five in a row this week. Can't wait to get into it. Let's take this break right now so we can get into it right after. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Do this. I'm good. Happy to be here. How are you? I'm glad you're there, man. I'm out here doing my Uber Eats in this weather out in uh, Long Island. Man, I'm make sure that, make sure you're driving safe, and, and I hope they're tipping you. I was going to say make sure they're tipping you, but, you know, people are shysty. That's rare out there. You'd be happy to get appreciate $2. It. Appreciate it, Keith. Just appreciate yeah. you being there. I did um, it. You know it. You, you know, know I did I did a few Uber Eats rides, more than I actually want to claim. <laughs> Well, it's okay. It doesn't make you a bad guy, right? No, I, it just, I just had some bad experiences. People writing things like come into my house, drop it off. Like I got to like negotiate with someone's grandmother to get in. Like I had some I had some bad ones in the New York area. I was just like, this is, why am I doing this, it? Yeah, this is New York. This is sure, <laughs> sure is New York. Yeah, uh, apartment buildings goes, yeah. and nowhere to park and in the rain like tonight. God bless you, man. Uh, just trying to, just trying to make a buck, Keith. I, I hate this. I hate to say it, and I, I feel kind of guilty, but uh, I'm sure your screener uh, told you why I called. I didn't get a chance to get in on the conversation last night about about Wink, but I'm I'm uh, pretty down over it. I heard you say, yeah, he didn't he didn't do uh, that great of a job, but uh, you know they did go to the playoffs last year, and I and I just thought because because they're the second youngest team in the league, I thought they uh, would have cut them a little more. Uh, I don't know. Let, but, me, let you know, me speak on it. Maybe I'll change your opinion. Last year was now two seasons ago, and he's 60 years old, and it's Brian Dable and Joe Shane's team, and just like, 
I, I think if there was any type of internal strife or butting heads, and I mean, like I said, they're good actors. Even uh, I heard a Dory Jackson call in today. Maybe he was acting or not. Whatever. All it, all it is, is is it's business, and they want to go in a different direction. And I think after a season where you win six games, you disappoint, and you get blown out by your arch rival, swept again by the Dallas Cowboys, you got to make some changes, and you got to make some tough decisions. And what if it turns out that the next defensive coordinator and the personnel you get on defense makes this defense better? There was a lot to to want with the, with the Giants' defense, especially early on. And there are no, some- you're right, Keith. I I listen like I've said to you before. I listen to the games on the radio. I listen to Bob Popper and call banks because I feel that that's where I'm going to get the best. We, um, we have defenses like the Ravens, the Niners, the Browns, even even the Jets. And I know they're not, uh, you know, but like there are defenses where you don't get anything with those guys. And there were too many pedestrian teams that were able to move the ball. You got to have a pass rush. You got to be able to lock down. You got to be able to create turnovers consistently. And I think you might get some more out of the players that you drafted and the players that are going to be here. There's going to be some change on this defense. So with the change on this defense, right, Xavier McKinney, I just was reading an article that uh, Xavier McKinney wants to be a Hall of Famer, and he's going to go where he feels like he has the best opportunity to win. Goodbye. Adoree Jackson's not coming back. There's multiple other names. This defense is going to change. So with the personnel change, change the defensive coordinator. It's perfectly fine. Well, I hope Deontay comes back, Keith, and I hope Pinnock well, comes to. back. Yeah, well, I mean, you might even be able to do better than Pinnock, but those guys, yeah, those guys will be back. They're under contract. And Bobby O'Karake. Yep, they traded you know? for him, and I'm pretty sure his contract's still good. But, you know, you were right about, you know, Dallas, it was 89 points, actually, Keith. It was uh, it was 40 to nothing the first game. And what, 40... oh, what did I say, 80? <laughs> yeah, it was but, like 40 Same difference, right? Just like, you know, Jamal Williams scoring a touchdown and making 47 or 41. It's the 49, same, 49, same 17 in the second man. game. Yeah. Same difference. After sitting through that, I I would not want to. I, I wouldn't bring that defensive coordinator back. I'd be like anybody else, please. Next year, it's a big yeah. Game for and, the Giants. And, you know, Dory's not gonna. He's not gonna badmouth uh, his brothers. He's you smart. know, those, yeah, he's smart. As I said, maybe he's a good actor too. He said he didn't. He couldn't tell. Well, I don't. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't use the word actor. He, I, he's just not gonna badmouth. You played the game. You're gonna sit there on a radio show and. And say, yeah, this one sucks. Absolutely not, sucks. especially with the season being over and, and him being out the door. Thanks for the call, Frank. Do your thing out there. Be safe. Josh and Pasek on the fan, my guy. Go for it. You're on. Hey, Keith. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Good. And listen, I know like Blake still hasn't popped up with the Mets, but I know him or don't see. I'd be fine with the Mets taking it. They have to learn. You're able to give somebody a contract that is either more than one or two years. Wait. And it's more than $10 million. They They signed a billion bullpen arms. Did I miss a something? A few of them going to turn out fine. Did I miss something? The Mets are pursuing Blake Snell and Dylan Cease. I thought that was the Yankees. I could have sworn over the weekend I saw a graphic with, like, the Mets rotation. And even last night when I was saying that the Mets should take a flyer on Trevor Bauer, Paulie was like, uh, for the most part, their rotation's intact. I mean, it's an okay rotation, but there's going to be injuries like Severino. You don't, you can't call yeah, him a solid player. You, you don't know if he's going to be in rotation on the year either because of his pitching or because of injuries. Hauser, and Severino, Quintana, Sanga. Yeah, I don't know. Um, do they? I don't. I, I, I don't think they're going out there to to pay Blake Snell what he wants, and um, I don't think they're really in the market to trade for a Dylan Cease. Just the writing is on the wall. Follow their moves. David Stern. David Stern's ain't Won't doing pay that. anyone. Yeah, but they got, they did they I mean I know they're 10 not 10 million, 11 million, 12 million. They made a bunch of moves 
this offseason. They're just not moves that you're excited about. They're moves that it's like, hey, they're, they're low risk, potential some reward. How are you hyping up the team before the year with this scoop? No, so Senga and Lindor and Alonso? They can't, but I'll say this. I did see somebody on um, Twitter write something about the Mets winning 75 games. And if the bar is to be better than 75 wins this year, I, I certainly think they can do that. Don't lose every series in a month, and that's like easily attainable. Like The Mets have players that are talented, that make big money, that – they should lean on this year and feel like, you know, here's the quote. Mets won 75 games last year. I'll be stunned if the 2024 team, which is still being put together, isn't significantly better than that. That was from Danny Abriano, and that was posted by SNY Mets. And they asked, do you agree? And I said, yeah, I agree. If they don't lose every series in June, they should be better than 75 wins. You have Edwin Diaz coming back. You have Pete Alonso. You have Francisco Lindor. You have, like, there, there's, there are players on this team. That's why I don't understand the complete rebuild there there are players in their prime on this team the yankee fan always talks about wasting the prime of their players you can't waste the prime of some of your players over there and just want to make uh inference from the weather to the devils i mean first of all i hope i don't like lose the cord right now the wind's howling outside but it's kind of what it's like as a devils fan right now right we're going up that roller coaster came all the way back <sighs> yeah it's injuries a few games behind the rangers and there goes jack hughes it's fine it's it's january we just got to be right by like March, April. It's fine. I don't want to like I don't want to take the Frank the Tank route. For, like listen to Frank the Tank talk about the devil season. You would think it's done. It's over. It's not. We don't know. It's not over, but you had a chance at those first three seeds. Well, you know, injuries are going to happen. Guys have gotten hurt. I, I said to Paulie the other night when Bleacher Report came out with the Devils as the number two team in hockey, I'm like, don't believe the hype. It's just never good. You want to kind of fly under the radar and then surprise people when the, when the preseason. Pundits and analysts are hyping you up. It just sets you up for failure. And just last point, speaking of flying under the radar, do like the Devils, not draft class this year, but the rookie class this year, with Simon Neak, Alexander Holtz, and hopefully they can look on to improve. Katie, thanks for taking my call. Have a great night. Thanks for the call, Josh. Honestly, have not looked into that at all. I'm not that deep in the weeds of hockey yet. This is my third year rocking with the Devils. I'm not looking at the rookie class and who they brought in. Uh, I do remember Miriam telling me to watch the – like, uh, I guess, like, 18-year-old Team USA and the, like, teenage tournament or something that just happened. Yeah, the World Juniors that just the happened. The World Juniors, the, yeah. The, no, US, the U.S. won. So. I didn't get around to it. I'm changing diapers. I'm, I'm heating up bottles. I'm making sure my son doesn't um, eat everything in sight. This kid, yeah, so here's a, a baby story out of nowhere for you guys. I have these little remotes for these, like, LED lights, and I don't have the LED lights anymore. And my son is just a, attracted to my Apple TV ro remote, my soundbar remote, my TV remote, no matter what. He's crawling to get to it. And I'm like, bro, chill. Like, you're, you're changing the channel or, like, you're messing. Or like, like get, a, get, get your own remote. So I take the LED remote. I take the battery out. I'm like, here you go. Here's your remote. And a couple days ago, <laughs> this kid is quiet in his little playpen area. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching him. But I'm on my phone and watching TV. And he's too quiet. And my wife comes out. She's like, he's too quiet. And so I look at him, I'm like, is there something in your mouth? This kid slobbed so much on the little LED <laughs> remote. There's like a plastic film over the buttons. This kid slobbed so much that he like removed the adhesive and then that little plastic piece got lodged in his like roof of his mouth throat where he wasn't making a sound. His eyes were just watering. He was choking. I reached in his mouth to pull it out. I'm like, oh my, what are you, how did you do that? How did you do that? My, my wife's like, see, he doesn't need a remote, Keith. He doesn't need a remote.
babies. I I don't know. It's my first one. I had no idea that he would able he'd be able to slob on this remote to get that stick. You can't even peel that off with your fingers. No, no, that sounds pretty difficult. He slobbed on it for enough weeks, and it came off, and it got lodged in his throat, and yeah, saved my kid's life already. Love him, so had to do it. Tommy's in New Hyde Park. What's up, Tommy? You're on the fan. See, <laughs> that was a rough story. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell is wrong? Oh my, I'm like, and it's clear, so you can't see it. But I just knew right. something was wrong with him because he wasn't making his usual noises. Even my wife, she came out of the room like, why is he so quiet? I'm like, oh, he's he wasn't choking, but he had like plastic lodged in his mouth. That I'm like, where? My how wife, did you get that off the remote? That's impossible, bro. I couldn't peel that off. Me and my wife were like, oh my god. Yeah, babies. He'll be he'll be nine months Saturday. He he's big. He's strong. He's got uh like. Three and a half teeth, and and he's getting into everything. Now it's at the point where like you literally can't take your eyes off him. You have to watch him. Oh no, it's amazing. I almost lost my nephew in uh, Disney World, and it was like five minutes went by, and it was like losing your life. But anyway, thank God. Yeah, glad that didn't happen in an amusement park. Now, Keith, I got to tell you something. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Number two seed. Home field? The Packers? Mike McCarthy versus the Packers? They don't stand a chance. They don't I hope we blow them out. I'm putting everything on on Dallas plus twenty thirty. It's gonna be a party. What's the spread on that game? I didn't even look yet. I I would assume it's ten. I can look for you quickly. But I just Uh, you know, I just don't expect them to be one and done. I don't expect them to fold to Jordan Love. The Giants beat the Packers. And I just was talking about how the Giants got 90 points hung on them by Dallas. The Cowboys know what time it is. It's the third year in a row. Seven and a half. Yeah, I'm teasing that up. I'm teasing that up. 14, 21. Uh, There's no way in my mind that Jordan Love and the youngest team, I think I read that they're the youngest team in history to make the playoffs. Age-wise, average age-wise, there's no way against these veterans. The the lion is always hungry. Micah Parsons is going to eat. And uh, CeeDee oh, Lamb, they can't they can't stop CeeDee Lamb. Dak Prescott's got something to prove this time. And the, the chips, let the chips fall where they may. Like, it, the chips actually fell the Cowboys' way to win the division and get the two seed. And I didn't see that after they lost to the Bills and the Dolphins. I'm like, well, there, there goes their shot. That was, that was, can I ask you about, all right, actively should be Green Bay. Are we? Do we get a next home game, or what's going yeah, on? Yeah, we'll have another home game. The only game that we'll have to play on the road is to go to Santa Clara and face the Niners. And I had a conversation last night. I'm like, someone could handle our, our light work. Might not even have to see the Niners, because everyone's saying, you know, um, Giants fans online, oh, Cowboys one and done. Wait till they go one and done. Wait till they lose to the Packers. Unlikely. <laughs> but then the other, uh, you know, common um, phrase or thought or, or, you know, sentence out there is, oh, they're, you know, third year in a row, they're going to lose to the Niners again. Let's see. Let's see. I'm, I'm pretty sure I watched, I watched uh, Brock Purdy get folded up in the NFC Championship, yeah. and uh, the Niners didn't make it to the Super Bowl. That could happen again. Now, Keith, off my head, I don't remember right now. There's some a lot of pools and stuff like that. But who are the 49ers playing this week? They have a bye because they're the one seed. They got a bye. Yeah. All right, so if we win, we're going to play them? No. Um, the Eagles have the Buccaneers, the Rams go to Detroit to face the Lions, and depending on who survives those games, it's it's seedings for the matchup. Uh, I think the what do you think Tampa and Eagles? What do you think about Tampa, that? Tampa uh, Baker was banged up last game, 
and Tampa couldn't get in the touchdown, uh, couldn't get in the end zone, couldn't score a touchdown. And I was yeah. mad because Baker had some, like, incentives and stuff. So, of course, I played into that. I had, like, a few parlays of, like, Baker Mayfield to throw two touchdowns, three touchdowns. They had nothing going on. So, I think this is an opportunity, especially with the Eagles backing out of that Giants game like they did. Even without A.J. Brown, this is an opportunity for the Eagles to um, have a soft landing spot and beat uh, Tampa Bay with the Bucs. And I, and I think it can happen. Um, I know their defense has been suspect, but, like, Baker and those guys did not look good against the Panthers just the week before. The Eagles have the experience. They made it all the way to the Super Bowl last year. I just I don't think the Eagles are going to go down there and lose. I think Jalen Hurts leads them to a victory. I'm not saying they're going to blow them out, but if they got to tush-push their way uh, through wild-card weekend, they will. Well, Keith, I agree with, with you with that because the Eagles are too good. They're not good, but they're good enough to beat the Buccaneers. Right. The Buccaneers yeah, had three field goals to beat the worst team in the NFL, and I, I just can't think that they're going to be good uh, the, the, the week after when it's do or die in the playoffs against the team that went to the Super Bowl last year. Thanks for the call, Tommy. Brock in Huntington on the fan. Tell us something, Brock. Keith, you got me scared. I'm expecting twins. I'm 35 weeks in. I'm waiting any day. Oh, twin. So, yeah. Well, just start getting your go. get your family family together. It takes a village when they say that. Like get get the troops ready, people to to help out. I can't imagine having to. Honestly, my first nine months with my son has pushed the thought of you know his brother or sister, or second child, back like two three years. I'm like, nope, nope. Yeah, you never know. Sometimes they surprise you with that, and all of a sudden you get a phone they, call. They are built to self destruct. Like the stuff yeah. that my son thinks to do, I'm like, why would you? Why would you reach for that? Why would you taste that? Why would you put that in your mouth? Why would you try to like, uh, like uh, you got it? You have to watch them. It's 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 insane. I don't I know how we have this them. many humans on the planet. How did this many humans make it out of the hospital all the way to being adults <laughs> and avoid the pitfalls? Right? I know there's a lot of dangerous stuff out there, man. Maybe you could help me understand the situation here, though. Not with not with kids, but with. You know, the Jets, the Giants, the coaching, man. I understand Salah's on the hot seat. I'm a Jets fan. It's very obvious to me why they're on the why he's on the hot seat. They were seven and ten with Zach Wilson, with Boyle, with Simeon, right? I mean, I don't think it would be crazy to say if you plug Aaron Rodgers in instead of those three guys, they could just very easily be ten and seven. I don't think it would be outrageous, right? Now, the Giants, on the other hand, anytime you hear anybody talk about Dayball, it's like the sentiment is always like, we got the coach right. And I understand they won the, they got to the playoffs last year. If you look, they finished 2-5-1. and one. They kind of limped in. They ended up starting the season this year against your guys. They got smoked 40 yeah. to nothing. Like That I was, was such a brutal way to start the season. They lost to the Jets. And everyone, I get that fouls on the hot seat, but like the Giants, not to be, I mean, it's rainy and stuff, but they're going to stink next year. If they have no Saquon and it's Daniel Jones and he's no receivers, like, they're going to be atrocious, man. And, like, when are they going to stop with this whole honeymoon phase and, like, this Dable is the guy? I mean, I don't, I don't see it. Uh, I don't know. For a, for a franchise that's been down for a decade and some change, what he did in year one after the revolving door of head coaches, I mean, that has given him so much of a grace period, honeymoon period. He, he, he won coach of the year. He took him to the playoffs and won a road game. And you know what it is, too, as we're comparing, like, Salah and him being on the hot seat? He's the exact opposite, right? Nobody's questioning him on the sideline. 
And then I even heard a Dory Jackson today say, yeah, Dayball's always in our meetings. The head coach is always in the defensive meetings, an offensive-minded coach that we all know from working with Josh Allen. And if you go look up his Wikipedia, he's an offensive guy. But when we talk when we talk about Rob Solid, it seems like he doesn't know anything about the offense. It seems like he can't say anything to an offensive player or the quarterback. And he might not ever be in an offensive meeting. So I think the contrast there, you know, uh, Dayball throwing iPads, yelling at players, ripping plays, like – it makes the Giant fan feel like we got the right coach. It's, it's strange to me, man. And I think with, with Sal, I mean, if you, I just think with, like, the Jets, it, they have a chance to look at what they, you know, glaring holes in the offensive line. Hopefully Aaron Rodgers lasts more than four plays. I mean, it's just going to be a totally more optimistic situation. Now, as a Jets fan, I expect the piano to fall on my head. Who knows when? But overall, I just think the Giants, they got to get a better idea of what's going There's, on. There, there is a ton of work out. to be done on, on both sides to meet the expectations and to, uh, you know, return to the playoffs on both sides. Like, it, there's a ton of work to do. And honestly, I think that Shane and Dayball are better equipped to draft and make moves in free agency than the Jets are. And I think the Jets are setting themselves back by saying, hmm, run it back. We got Aaron Rodgers. The plan was Aaron Rodgers. We got to see through the plan. Because what if he gets hurt, like you said again? It might not be four plays, but it could be four games. Now, you know, Joe Douglas says, oh, we're going we're gonna to get a veteran quarterback in here for sure next year. Who? Who are they going to be good enough? Um, that offensive line has to be shored up. What are you going to do with the picks? And there were a bunch of guys here specifically because of Aaron Rodgers that were duds. You got to pick up the there pieces was. there. There was. And one more thing. I just want to the same kind of subject. Garrett, uh, Garrett Wilson, man. I love the guy as a receiver. I think his competitive nature after he touches the ball, he fights for every yard. I love him as a player. But I mean, I'm, I've been watching the games, man. The guy drops the ball. I mean, he drops the ball in his bread basket quite a bit. Uh, third downs, times when you need them. I mean, as far as the ceiling goes, I feel like if he played the best that he could in his career, I see him as a max out kind of Ocho Cinco player. If he could get to that level, kind of like that route runner, smaller type body. Did you, did you watch like him at Ohio State? Similar. Did you see him at Ohio State at all with uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. and Jackson Smith and Jib? But, like, I think what it is is he's pressing. It's in his head. It's clearly in his head from the way that the kid talks. And you know what? He's not supposed to necessarily be the number one. And look, look at the production you've got from him in the first two years with no quarterback play. If there's another wide receiver on the other side of the field, he is going to be like, he's not going to be dropping passes because he's not going to be the only target. Lazard was an absolute dud. They ended up having to use Xavier Gibson, an undrafted free agent out of uh, Stephen F. Austin, Jason Brownlee. Like in this NFL, when there's so many receivers, like this, this draft of receivers coming up, they better get some talent. This kid should not be alone. He's changes his number to number five. And I think we're going to see G5 take off next year. Thanks for the call, bro. We got to go to break. 877-337-6666. Thanks for your calls and your energy. Let's play some other sounds. We'll get right back to it. After this when break. this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Ah, ah, ah. Okay. Almost 8 o'clock. Almost one hour in. Five hour KM to AM. A couple uh, news updates, things, breaking news, things that are happening um, on Twitter that Paulie and I have seen. 
So uh, I was talking about Craig Council going to the Cubs and kind of using the Mets and that never being a real thing. That was the first inkling this offseason. Hey, you can't always get what you want. So Shata Imanaga has reportedly agreed to a deal with the Chicago Cubs. Good. Now the Cubs are getting uh, things done. I expect Cody Bellinger to return over there. What else do we see? I just saw our very own Sal Akata put out a tweet. <laughs> it was a quote tweet in response to something Andy Martino said. So on Mets hot stove, Andy Martino reports that the Mets have about $10 million left to spend this offseason, with the priority being placed on adding relief pitchers because that bullpen was hot garbage dumpster fire last year, and you can't have enough arms. So Paulie and I were talking about it, and obviously there's still a bunch of names floating around. I mentioned Wandy Peralta. That makes sense if he wants to go to the other side of town. But you're saying that that probably X's out a couple guys. Like someone called – oh, Josh called him mentioned Blake Snell. I never thought they were in on Blake Snell, but – Right, so that – I mean, they still need some help on the offensive side of the ball. If it is a $10 million rough – amount of money they have left to spend, I would think that would eliminate Justin Turner, that that eliminates J.D. Martinez. Yeah. And these are all guys that they maybe were looking, that would make sense on the Mets right now, specifically Turner, after Mauricio tears his ACL earlier this season in uh, Winter Bowl. Richest owner in the sport, though. It's not about the owner. This is is not on Steve Cohen. This is... You mean to tell me... This is David Stern's... David Stern turned Cohen. into Steve Cohen's accountant. <laughs> no, this is this is not about it. This is and again, and to their credit, he's, he's Steve Cohen's Cohen and, financial planner now. Steve Cohen and David Stearns told every single Met fan what was going to happen. They said this is for 2025 and beyond. They told us this was going to happen. Yeah. Nobody wanted to believe it. We didn't think it was going to no, happen. I, I read but, that Ken Rosenthal article and but uh, they Max told Scherzer us. was running his mouth and you know they, 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 they told you when they punted at the deadline. They absolutely told us this was going to happen. Reset. It's a. I think it's a soft. It's not a rebuild, but it is. A, it's a it soft is a reset. reset. It's a soft reset to kind of reevaluate things. You buy some prospects, which I loved. I think I thought Billy Epler did a great job at the trade deadline last year. I thought he did what he had to do, and we'll see what happens. But Mets fans who think they're going to contend next season, take a deep breath. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm not saying they're going to be. They're only going to win 60 games, but. They're not going to contend like you hope they would. And and maybe that's a good way to approach it, and then you can be surprised. Um, Two seasons ago, I remember talking about the Yankees, and before I went down to spring training, I'm like, I'm tired of hearing about, you know, bringing a championship back. I'm tired of hearing about, you know, championships. I and remember. Parades. I was here for those. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like we remember. know that already. Like, say less, bro. Like, don't talk about it. Be about it. Maybe if we lower the expectations and just say, hey, we're going to go out and compete. But it's the Yankees. They, they can't do that. But maybe for the Met fan, maybe they surprise you. Maybe they're the Arizona Diamondbacks this year. That's the comp, right? So if they're the Diamondbacks, maybe I'm proven wrong. And obviously, we never know. There's a, Listen, as we're talking about with the Aaron Rodgers and this, there's injuries that happen in every single sport. It is what it is. Aaron Judge happened last year. It, you have to deal with it, and you move on, and you roll with the punches. So, so there's so many other dynamics besides the players that the team puts together. But if you're a Met fan who's freaking out that they're not spending a lot of money or they're not getting enough pieces, they told us this was going to happen. They told us this was for 2025 and beyond. Complete philosophy change. Yep. Forget about the five-year window to win a World Series. That's out. That's done. Yep. Like, it's the David Stearns era, and we go forward from here. And again, I don't like it, but the Mets might be right. 
Maybe you got to be patient. They 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 might be right. This might be the right move for the Mets. It's kind of as me and what, what me would and, you rather want, right? In the in the five year window, you got a hundred and one win season where, where where you thought you could win the World Series and you fell flat on your face in the wild card round at home. You have to try and build a perennial postseason contender, and that's all we talk about with the Yankees and the crapshoot. Get in. They just got to be in the postseason. They're in it almost every year, yeah. and you don't know what year could be your year. And I think that's what David Stearns and Steve Cohen are attempting to build here. Uh, they're trying to wash away the LOL Mets, the same yeah, old Mets. And honestly, there still is. It could take four years, whether, five years. Whether Mets fans want to admit it or not, there, is, there still is a LOL Mets tax. Yeah, Like, there's a tax for being yeah, a I, Mets I just saw, point. and shout out to C-Mac, who does a great job. I'm, I'm usually home and up listening to his show. I just saw an article that came out on WFAN, and I usually reply and quote tweet with my own articles and quotes or whatever just to, like, you know, drive up conversation online. But an article came out that says, C-Max says the Mets need to start taking the Dodgers route when it comes to free agent contracts. They can't. They're not the Dodgers. They can't They right. can't sign Teoscar Hernandez. And, and on top of that, no one knows if that's going to work. Not a soul knows if the Dodgers plan is going to work. Speaking of— like, I hope it fails miserably. Setting up and for so failure? What a setup. The Dodgers have spent more money this offseason than everyone in baseball combined. It's, we can't wait for it to it's, fail. It's nothing against them. I hope they all get hurt. No. I don't care don't about... Wish, stop. I hope they all get hurt. No. I don't give a crap. They're all going to get paid. Hey, they all get no. the money anyway. I hope they oh, lose Tani's already miserably. Hurt. He can't pitch. We don't wish for injuries. I, I don't care. No, that's get him out. That's bad karma. That's why you're a Jets fan and you had to watch Aaron Rodgers go down four plays. <laughs> you don't wish for it. I don't wish for them to get hurt. I want them healthy. I want them all to be ready. Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Teoscar Hernandez, Yamamoto, Shohei, and get beat by what? the Diamondbacks like they just got beat. Let me tell you what the real fan, and I'm not saying you're not a real fan, let me tell you what we actually think in our heads. We don't care how they lose. We want them to lose. No, I, I want I want them we to. We want, I, and you don't I, care I how that happens. I want to beat the best. Like, the 49ers, I, want, I, I joke about them folding up uh, Brock Purdy, but like, it's it's more rewarding to beat the best with them standing and just know, yeah, you are gave you us your best ki- shot. Are, are you going to give a crap if you beat Sam Darnold? No. No. No, absolutely Cause not. Because we're fans. But at the same time, that's sports. Nah, you don't want to see guys get. You said I. You, you literally just said on air. I hope they all get. I said it with. A, I, I was. I said with a laugh. I don't. I don't know. I don't laughing. need them to tear the ACL. But you know, he hopes the Dodgers are down to their you know farm what? system hope, by October. You know what I hope? I hope jogging in the outfield. I hope Shohei runs into the wall that knocked that Iron Judge. No, no, no. See, like yeah, that's, that's why fair. last night I, I said you off my show. I had to cut your mic. Now we got to cut your mic early. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry. I hope he stubs his toe. I don't want guys to get hurt. I want guys to be healthy. I want them to compete and lose. Like Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman, they competed in that Diamondback series. They went absolutely cold. Two MVPs making millions on millions on millions. They they couldn't get it going. So. Uh, you know, it's a bold – what do they say? That's a bold strategy, Cotton. The uh, Dodgers going out there and spending more money in one offseason than the entire league. The entire league is rooting for you to fail. And I kind of like that. Instead of the Yankees being the big, bad Yankees that everybody you – know, with 29 teams and the Yankees, the Dodgers have spent as much as the other 29 teams in MLB this offseason. So when we watch baseball this year, the Dodgers can go and win 111 games. When it gets to October – we're rooting for them to get rocked, not hurt, for their pitchers to get rocked and for them to go over at the plate. 877-337-6666. One hour till my guest gets here. Let's take these calls right after this break. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.